0: Hello and welcome in to a new edition of the Denver Nuggets Daily Podcast. I am your host TJ McBride of MileHighSports.com. You can find all of my work over there at MileHighSports.com underneath that Nuggets tab in the top right corner. You can also find all of my work over on Twitter um, under the at of at TJ TJMcBrideNBA. I have all of my different thought processes and whatever the hell else I'm thinking about or anything pertaining to the Nuggets on that Twitter page as well. Um... We're going to get into just a game that the Nuggets got decimated in. They lost 132-111 to tonight to the Clippers. Most points they have given up all year. Most points they have lost by all year. Um, This was really just one of those games where nothing really went right for the Nuggets from the get. Uh, So first and foremost, the big conversation that is going to be had about this game is Nikola Jokic getting ejected from the game early in the third quarter. So... The Nuggets were already without three starters in Gary Harris, Will Barton, and Paul Millsap. They have been relying on Nikola Jokic to come out and have big games for them to be able to extend the tide with so many injuries, and they had that. I mean, mean, Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray combined to score the Nuggets' first 14 points of the night, but... It wasn't enough for the majority of the game. The Nuggets were playing from behind, usually between 5 and 10 points down, even with Nikola Jokic in the game, but once he got ejected, that was pretty much it. Um, In addition to that, the Nuggets just lost all hustle categories and just did not look like they were as bought in and as energetic as they have been for most of the year. Um, It's always hard to play a game in LA, but it's it's most difficult to play a game in LA when you're playing on a Saturday at 3 p.m. in Mountain Standard Time, so it was 1 p.m. in L.A. time, after having a Friday night to go out on the town in Los Angeles, especially with three days off coming up and Christmas in the midst of those three days off. So this was the trappiest of trap games, but still, the Nuggets just got obliterated in all hustle categories. Um, And it was shown again tonight that especially... That The Nuggets just don't have enough firepower without all of these players that are hurt right now to be able to win on the backs of purely their offense, especially when the Nuggets offense isn't operating as fluidly as we are used to seeing it operate. So they have to play with defense if they want to win. Um, And then we'll talk about how bad the defense was as well tonight before looking ahead to the last three games of the 2018 calendar year. Before we get into all of that, let me give you a quick word from our sponsors over at terrapin care station and also a quick shout out to the regulators production group who made the beats on the intro and outro of this podcast that you hear but before we dive into all those things here is a quick word from terrapin care station foremost let's just talk about how the Nuggets just got obliterated in every single hustle category first of all they were out rebounded 56 to 37 this is the nuggets team that's one of the best rebounding teams in basketball and they just got eaten alive on the boards tonight um they were also they lost the points in the paint differential 80 to 50 they allowed 80 points in the paint tonight to this Clippers team and it just didn't matter who it was whether it was Gallinari, Tobias Harris, Shea Gilders-Alexander, Montrezl Harrell everybody was just getting into the paint at will and doing whatever they wanted once they got there and it was a very bad look for this Nuggets defense that has been genuinely good throughout the most of the season um, in addition to just how bad they were in points in the paint they gave up 27 second chance points and only had 18 of their own and then were also outscored 18-10 to 10 in fast break points. You can't lose all four of those categories and expect to come away with the win. This Nuggets team just doesn't have enough firepower in order to do that with so many injuries right now. It was really brutal to see, and then to make things even worse, it was the Nuggets Um, offensive game that was also not there tonight, they were out-assisted 28-21. The Nuggets were not there as the normal passing team that we have seen from them for so long, the past five years or so. So overall, the Nuggets just got severely outplayed in the hustle categories as well as a lot of finesse categories against this Clippers team, and you have to wonder if having a Friday night in Los Angeles and then playing an early game on Saturday morning in LA before having three days off, including Christmas and some time away, to be able to be with family played a part in the Nuggets just coming out and playing sluggish from the get there was no energy at all with this Nuggets team it seemed like for the majority of this game and without the energy things got bad and then went worse very very quickly and when things really did get worse for the Nuggets was when Nikola Jokic got ejected about the six minute mark of that third quarter um Everybody is up in arms about the fact that they threw him out without assessing him a technical foul first, which I do agree with, but people need to go back and watch this game and see how much Nikola Jokic was barking at the officials throughout the night. It was not just that one moment in time when Nikola Jokic got angry at the official. He was barking at them for the entire game, and while, yes, the official should have assessed a technical foul first to set a precedent and to tell Nikola that we will not stand for you talking to us like this, it does. Does make sense that he was thrown out for the way that he was acting I still do not think that it's okay to throw him out in the manner that he was thrown out but at the same time I really wasn't that surprised to see him get ejected that quickly, especially considering how loud and how emphatic he was being every time he was talking to the officials, all of it being negative. Um, the Nuggets really battled with him out, but without four starters, including Jokic being out, it was just virtually impossible for the Nuggets to come back and beat the Clippers, and that's where I want to get into the Nuggets. Just not having enough firepower to just flat-out out, out shoot the Clippers. Um, the defense was not there tonight. We'll talk even more about that here in a second. Second, but they don't have I mean they're missing I did the math 46 points per game 46.7 points per game in Gary Harris Paul Millsap and Will Barton being out alone just for those three players so with Nikola Jokic also out in addition to that and the Nuggets defense not being there tonight there was really just not a chance for this Nuggets team to come away with a victory and they needed they needed more help on the fringes I mean It can't just be Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic. And those were the two high scorers in the night. Nikola with 19 points in 20 minutes and Jamal with 18 points in 30 minutes. But... Beyond them, there wasn't enough help. Monte Morris was good. This is not to bash Monte Morris's game. 15 points, 5 assists, only 1 turnover on 6 of 9 shooting. He was fine. Trey Lyles as well. 13 points, 5 of 8 shooting, 1 of 3 from 3, 3 rebounds. Again, a good game. But beyond those guys, you just didn't get enough from anybody. Um... Malik Beasley finished with 11 points, but I believe eight of them came in the fourth quarter alone when he took something like nine shots in that fourth quarter. Torrey Craig, only six points on five shots. Mason Plumlee, eight points on eight shots. Wancho Hernan Gomez, eight points on eight shots. It just wasn't enough to get the Nuggets over the hump when they needed it most, and because of that, there was just no ability for them to be able to come back and win this game in comeback fashion just because there wasn't enough there for them to dial back into. There just wasn't enough effort left for this Nuggets team, and there wasn't enough scoring output. I mean, when you're missing that much offensive talent, I just don't know what you are supposed to do at that point. It was incredibly difficult, and this is a game that, honestly, the Nuggets may have needed to have. Things have gone so well for them the majority of the year. I mean, this is the their worst loss before this was only 18 points, or it was only 10 points. So, maybe this can be a wake-up call, like Monte Morris said after the game, but... Man, it was very clear that the Nuggets were walking, were hanging on by a thread. And once that thread got ripped, things went from bad to terrible very quickly. Uh, the defense, though, was just rough all night in every capacity you could think of it. Um, first of all, they did not pull off the whole know your personnel KYP thing well at all. Um, they were not running the cor- the correct shooters off the line. You want guys like Patrick Beverly taking three point shots. You don't want to run past them and allow them to get into the paint to be able to hurt you in that fashion instead. So the Nuggets trying to run guys off that don't need to be run off made no sense. And then in addition to that, they were closing out short to guys like Tobias Harris and Danilo Gallinari. And those guys are good three-point shooters. You have to know who you're playing against. And giving Tobias and Gallinari, both of whom have a ton of size on the perimeter, can get their shot off basically over anybody to give them that amount of room, it's just it's going to be a death sentence, and the Nuggets need to know who they're playing, and it just seemed like they didn't know who they were coming up against all night tonight, and then even worse is at the rim, the Clippers shot 37 of 55, which is good for 67.3% at the rim. That is another thing that is just brutal, and it was because of the Nuggets' issues defending on the perimeter. There was blow-by after blow-by after blow-by. The one player, other than Montrez Harrell, who was just a monster, Montrezl Harrell had, was 9 of 11 shooting, had 20 points and 10 rebounds tonight. Um, But with Shea Gilgis Alexander, who was just slicing and snaking his way to the rim whenever he wanted to, he was great tonight. 14 points, 6 assists, 2 rebounds, no turnovers, 2 steals, and a block. Um, I can't say enough good things about Shea Gilgis Alexander. He really shined bright in this this game against the Nuggets, and was a big reason why the Nuggets defense at the rim was such an issue. Um, Before we get into some Twitter questions, and we look ahead to the rest of the schedule for the 2018 calendar year. Um, Let me give you one more quick word from our people over at Terrapin Care Station. Just a quick reminder that there are weekly sales and monthly sales that also go on a terrapin care station beyond just the regular great deals they have on a daily basis in the shop. So, in addition to that, they're also going to have $69 and $39 half ounces at Terrapin Care Station as well as $20 terrapins, which are only going to be house shelves only. They'll have $5 cone joints as well as 25% off all double bear concentrates for all of your shatter, wax, and live resin needs. Again, For anything that you could ever need cannabis goods-wise, go to Terrapin Care Station. They have multiple locations, all with ample parking, all very discreet and easy to deal with. They're as good as it comes, so go check out Terrapin Care Station today. Let's get into these questions from Instagram and Twitter. Um, that I wanted to talk about real quick. And I did open this up onto my Instagram as well. If you wanted to participate in this through Instagram in addition to everything else, uh, go follow me at TJ underscore McBride NBA. You can find all of my information over there. You can definitely find different things that involve my Nuggets coverage as well. In addition to some behind-the-scenes stuff that you may not be able to see on Twitter otherwise. So definitely go check me out there. Again, it's TJ underscore McBride NBA. Um, so the first question is from Matthew on Instagram and they asked did Jamal Murray have a rough shot selection tonight or was that just me Um, I'm tempted to say yes he did have a rough shot selection but with three starters out and then Nikola Jokic also out in that third quarter after being ejected the Nuggets just needed him to shoot it was one of those things where you were just hoping that he was going to catch fire and be able to take this Nuggets team and carry them to a big win but it just didn't happen unfortunately Um, overall though I do think that it's notable that Jamal Murray is under 30% from 3 on the year so far. He was 1 of 6 from 3 in this game tonight and I'm not sure what's going on with him but again 29.3% from 3 point distance overall right now and he needs to find a way to get that clip back up because without his floor spacing right now, the Nuggets are really going to struggle and if he can start making open shots it's going to change things for the Nuggets but to answer your question um, if if this game was close, yes it would have been a rough shot selection but considering and the circumstances, I wasn't nearly as nervous about it. Um, Josh on Instagram asked, what did you think of Thomas Welsh's minutes tonight? I love this question because I thought this was a a very exact Thomas Welsh game. This is the kind of game that I have grown to expect from him. Was not very good of a defender, didn't get down on the boards and get dirty very much, but he was 3 of 7 from the field, 2 of 5 from 3, had 8 points, a career high 8 points, and an assist and was an overall positive. He was a plus 3 in his 9 minutes on the floor. So, overall good game and also shouts to Brandon Goodwin who got his first NBA bucket tonight. He hit a 3 against um Against the Clippers, and it was his first NBA bucket. So for a guy who just got signed to a two-way contract by the Nuggets, good for him. I'm happy. I'm always happy to see guys like that get an opportunity to start, at least you know, etching their names into the fabric of the NBA for the rest of time. Um, so Daniel on Twitter this time asked, "What went wrong in today's defense?" I. It was very hard to defend against a team with so many possessions. But still, um, like I talked about earlier, I honestly think that it was a mixture of the three pointers falling. Early which opened the painted area up and then the fact that the Nuggets just did not play with effort and energy on the defensive end of the floor. Um, There were so many things that went wrong that really snowballed into just a complete chaotic mess and it wasn't good for the Nuggets at all, but at the same time, these games do happen from time to time. Um, Next, the Nuggets will take on the Spurs in Denver the day after Christmas before taking on the Spurs again in San Antonio a couple days later on the 28th of December. They will then finish up the 2018 year with the, against the Suns on a back-to-back in Phoenix on the 29th. I do think the Nuggets go 2-1 in this next stretch, and we'll see how they do. But until that happens, um, that's pretty much the end of what i got to say for everything about this Clippers game tonight. Thank you guys so much for, pay, for paying attention, following along, being part of the conversation, sending in questions, re- um, subscribing to this podcast, sharing it with everybody. It does mean the world to me. We've been seeing more and more traffic. Just growing and growing and growing as the podcasts keep coming so thank you guys very much for that make sure to t- make sure to tell your friends to go subscribe to the denver nuggets daily podcast over on itunes just search denver nuggets daily and that search bar on your podcast app um, in addition to that uh, make sure to leave a review leave a rating comment on it um, reach out to me on twitter at tj mcbride mba let me know what you think about the podcast things that you might like me to add to the podcast um so on and so forth but until we talk talk again thank you very much and have a great happy holidays and we'll talk to you soon